that song welcome everybody i didn't see you there you surprised me i'm andrew five fingers fiore this is the dym podcast with me as always is the dutch the beast master the, <laughs> <laughs> the tall drink to my straw mr sean donnelly everybody hello there dym nation i love how you said you surprised me i was just in my apartment singing the theme song to my podcast and Ooh. you just showed up Ooh. didn't see you there <laughs> how are you andrew fiore how's it going buddy i'm doing well my friend i feel good i finally strung a a few nights of really good sleep to get like I, I got my eight hours for a few nights in a row. You know, it just wasn't happening for whatever reason. And I woke up today just whistling Dixie. And uh, I don't even know if you can say that phrase anymore, but uh, no, probably not. <laughs> right. Got to be some kind of confederacy thing in there. It has to be. Yeah. Just <laughs> well, you know what? We used to go to uh, when I lived in New Orleans after college, there used to be the Win Dixie supermarkets. Yes, and but I don't think that's like Dixie is the South, but Whistling Dixie, I think, is related to slaves. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I, I think I'm know. canceled for uh, even mentioning it. I woke up feeling good, man. You know, it just had a little jump in my step, a little extra, a little extra pep. So I, I wanted to come in hot on the intros right there. Very good job, man. That was fantastic. We could hear Thank the extra rest in your voice on those intros. I feel good, baby. Feeling good. I've been eating really right this week, too. I, I was the holidays are so hard to to stay on track and really, yeah. you know, eat well, especially for a fatso like me. So I uh, went to the grocery store, basically tried to buy all good stuff and preparing all my meals at home. So I, I feel good about that. And I, it does help after like you string a few days of just eating some fruits and veggies, some lettuce in there. You really do start to have a more oh, yeah. picture that's just clear and you get the energy back. And yeah, you feel like rejuvenated. You feel like uh, you feel like it gives you it gives you energy. It gives you yeah. like you know nutrition. That's <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought confidence too? Who would have thought proper nutrition could lead to a healthy body? I know. It's really it does stink though. I hate it. It's just not it's fun. Awful. You know what I've been doing? I've been eating be better, but I've also been. You, look, you really do look good. I saw that picture. For, we'll talk about it later from the uh, comedy show last night. Oh. I went, look at this skinny mini. Oh, thank you, baby. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down to the lowest I've been in a long time, but I have to nice. get, I have to get lower, uh, yeah. because for health reasons, I want to get like rid of the option for me to have diabetes. I know, I know. I always <laughs> think about it. And um, so yeah, but what I've been doing is I, I realized I, I'm in the, we're in the same boat, the fat fuck brigade, brigade here, and. <laughs> The and the thing is, like my thing was always like I was just constantly eating without like realizing, like I'm the snacking or the types yeah. of shit that I was eating. So I've been cutting out so like bread and as much sugar as possible, and then I'm like more mindful of the calories than I was, and mm. I think that helps. So because especially since like a, you know we're just in our apartments all freaking day. So I know like, you know, I you have no exercise whatsoever. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was doing these. I was doing these like I told you about this on the podcast once. I've been doing these like old man retiree walks at the park around the track. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. might as well be like, might as well be mall walking. You know, but like, uh, but, but I was doing like a bunch of. I was in like a few miles on the track, and then I would walk back and forth. So it was a good little bit of exercise. But then sure. it's like it's bitter cold now. It's like you can't I do know. it. But you forget just even going to wherever you were going to go in a daily routine in the before times of COVID. That was exercise. You probably walked a few miles just going to the subway, going yes. to do spots, just et cetera. And now all that's gone. So all that's you, gone. You know? But yeah, but, you probably uh, back then we probably did, I would say at least well, wouldn't you say five miles a day, three miles a day or that all that stuff? Something around. Yeah, I mean, we walk in this city everywhere. Everywhere. And, uh, there's a couple of times you and I we'd we'd walk down from the Sirius XM building all the way down to the comedy cellar in the West Village. That was yeah. at least two miles, you yep. know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and, and you, you, you do it like it's nothing. That's the good thing about New York. I know. You do it like you're not even paying attention to it. You know. I know. But, but- uh, <sighs> big week. Uh, things are, I think, getting better in the world. The vaccines are rolling out there, and it's gonna just get warmer. It might get colder before it gets warmer, but it's it's trending in a better direction for me. I think. I think mentally, that, you know, figure yeah, it out. Vaccines it's are coming out. They're going to take a while, but I think if you have a huge portion of people who have it, that's going to put people's minds at rest a little bit. Absolutely. Apparently, I heard that they need. My sister was telling me they need seventy percent of the country to have the vaccines before you have herd immunity, just before it's naturally occurring. And right. I'm like, I didn't think it was that much. I, I, I thought if you had, a, I thought in three months, if you have a hundred million people who have it, you're going to see the cases drop dramatically. Right. But yeah. am I a virologist? No, I'm not. I'm not. They don't I think 70 sounds right. That's 70 percent of the yeah. country. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I thought it would be like 100 million out of like a, what is there 400 million people in the country? I thought that would be enough. I, like, I have no idea anymore. How many people are active? Like how many people are like either kids where they're like their their world right. is controlled by school and by their parents, and how many people older people that don't go out or they're in a, a retirement home, and then how many like active younger to middle-aged people who are like working and walking around and going mm. on subway, going on buses and driving and going on, you know, whatever it is. So that, I think that number has got to be like 200 million or something right, like that, or 250 right. or something like that. You know, yeah. I don't know. I I'm basing this on no data and I have no, <laughs> I'm really trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about when I have no idea. What I, I'm said talking about. I said something a lot to my, uh, you know, hockey's back in full swing. I'm watching my New York Rangers every single night. And uh, one of our players, they had a collision on the ice on uh, Saturday night and he, he had to be taken off the ice and it looked really bad. And I'm texting with my, my Rangers chain and I'm going, uh, I'm going, Oh man, uh, that looks like a collarbone. And my buddy goes, I don't know. I broke my collarbone in high school. I don't think that looks like that at all. I go, I'm basing that on absolutely no medical knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just said something to say something right there. Yeah, yeah. You're not watching the game with Doctor Fiore. That's not happening. <laughs> right, right. Os- Os- what's the what's the uh, not not chiropractor, but what's the um the bone doctor? Is that not osteopath? What is that? That's uh, yeah, it might be osteo's bones. I think osteo's bone, right? Yeah, osteopath. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. How that's how I think a lot of people are now. We're just like, I'll just say this and put yeah. it out there. Just to fill the space. 
somebody believes it, they believe it. You know. <laughs> There's one thing I wanted to talk about because I I was really really fun. I did a show the night before we're taping this right now. I did a show at the Comedy Cellar for this thing. I hosted a show for this thing called Mint Comedy, and it was really fun. Mm. But and 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 it was a everybody got tested that came in yeah, audience yeah. wise, right? So it was kind of a cool idea, and they were and they were broadcasting it to like 53 countries. Over a thousand people were watching. Oh, apparently, like this is weird, really weird scenario. Like, not weird scenario, like crazy scenario. But the craziest thing that happened is my friend, my friend who lives in California, and they're like very careful about COVID, which which I think I am for the most part as well. But they're mm-hmm. very, and their numbers are really bad out in LA. Ooh, my brutal. friend that I've known for like twenty years, she gets very upset if anything even happens. Like she doesn't want anything to happen because, like, so when she they watched the show like online, mm-hmm. they watched my show last night, and they were like, "Hey, we watched your show last night. It was it was really good." But just so you know, all those people have COVID now. All of them have COVID. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm kind of, and I want to agree with them, but I'm also in my head, I'm like, guys, you have to trust the tests somewhat. They're right. they doing these tests, even these rapid tests, if they weren't somewhat effective, like 90% effective. Of course. Like, and also, that assume, doesn't make sense. Right? It, it just doesn't make it sense. Does. Well, they're just being dramatic. But I mean, like, I was like, well, <laughs> it's one of those things. And then they just, she just started talking about how the setup, even with that, the people are going to get COVID and all this. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, but did you like the show? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my new joke is. What did you, you think about my set? Did you like <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So, uh, but it's also in my head, like, well, I took the test. It was a, it was the far back in the nose test. And I felt oh, safe really? afterwards. I was wearing a mask. And, well, it wasn't super far it was it was far enough it was way farther than it normally goes yeah that's so it was not, good oof. it was a good it was a good i didn't realize it was going to be like that and it was yeah so you're testing a whole room of people they were spaced out we had masks i'm like at that point you have, enough, you have enough guards up where you're i don't i think you'll be okay yeah that's uh, i'm fine with it i I'll, i would go do it tonight <laughs> you know what i mean right i exactly. not that kind of mentality yeah. but um i know i can have it myself you know yeah, people are like I had my uh, cleaning lady be uh, coming here once a month, and uh, my sweet Mary, she does a great job. We don't really know what kind of uh, ethnicity she is. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, she's an odd duck, is what I wanted to say. You know? Oh, okay. And a couple people were like, "What are you doing having this?" You know, she's in her sixties, I think. Uh, she comes over and she does a, the cleaning of the apartment. People go, what are you having her come over for? I go, she has no problem with it. I, I She needs the 80 bucks a month. You know, if right. she's fine with it, I'm fine with it. People go, you're going to kill this woman. I go, I'm not going to kill this woman. I don't <laughs> shadow her while she's cleaning. We're never near each other. Yeah. And so I got a little pushback from that, but I don't know if I ever brought this up on the pod before. She, since COVID started in March of 2020, has been leaving me little kind of bags of food and the items are so random. I've started taking pictures of it. I've started documenting them. I'm not, dude, I'm not making this up. The first time she came to my apartment, I, it was, it was maybe four months in to COVID where I was like, Hey, you know, the place was becoming a fucking pigsty. So I'm like, if you're okay with this, if you want to come clean, I'm, I'm okay. I'll leave whatever. And then you, you know, I'll come back when you're done. So that's what happened. The first time I let her in, I left, 
came back in a couple hours. My landlady at the laundromat on the corner goes, hey, Mary left you uh, something. She said she was worried you're not eating. Now, <laughs> no one's ever worried about that with me before, first of all. Second of all, if in fact she was worried about me eating, that makes the items she left me even more bizarre because the first time she ever left a care package, I swear to God, I'm not making this list up. One, one Slim Jim. One. <laughs> a Slim what you, Jim. What are you, a rabbit? I do. <laughs> one sleeve of trefoil Girl Scout cookies. Not the box. Just one sleeve. Some sort of mystery meat in a Tupperware container. I was too scared to even open it. I don't even know what it was. A box of bonbons, which I didn't even know was a thing I'm, anymore. I'm pretty sure it was giraffe. That mean I'm gonna be honest. It's probably giraffe. Let's yeah, something bizarre. <laughs> and then like some weird European thing that I couldn't understand the language. And I oh go, "All right, that's a very nice gesture. Maybe she, you know, just wanted to give me some snacks or whatever." She comes back the next month. She's got more mystery meat and even and like a thing of egg noodles in a separate container. Oh, no. Yeah. And she's it's more mystery meat, two Tupperware containers and one of those little tiny Poland spring water bottles. Just one. <laughs> like I, I wasn't getting enough water, I guess. She knows the exact amounts of stuff that you need. You don't need a whole bottle of water. You just need this little four ounce thing of water. Now. The best one ever. Christmas time comes around. I wish I had all the pictures. Last month, December, she comes, you know, Christmas, holiday season, whatever. Two individual sippy size cups of Yoohoo. <laughs> One single snack pack pudding container. <laughs> and the coup de gras. Why can't you just give me a snack pack? And energy strip charging station. <laughs> I think what's is she just stealing this stuff from other apartments and bringing it to other people's houses? This is everybody's first answer. This seems to be the general consensus of everybody I tell. They go, she's taking things from other people's apartments and giving them to you. Yeah, that that sounds. Or people are giving her that <laughs> stuff. Like she's not stealing. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with the energy thing? It says energy brand. E N E R G I. <laughs> Jesus, do not plug that thing in. Dude, what are you? So, how is that food? What are you short circuit? What are you gonna do? You gonna? I've not eaten one ounce of any of this food. Of course not. I'm worried. Poisoning me. Crazy thoughts go through my head. Yeah. Why would you do that? There's one more. Uh, This Sunday, I got a haul, baby. I took the picture of this one. We can even put this up on the DY. I have three months worth of pictures. Yeah. Only comes once a month. I wish I thought of this every time this one i swear to god a spaghetti from pasta city you know spaghetti container uh girardelli uh you know whatever that chocolate is 90 percent, 92 percent cacao dark chocolate one right. solo package of top ramen chicken ramen a, a solo packet of pop secret popcorn a package of Nerds candy, a w- one can of diced fruit cocktail, one can of Bumblebee chunk light, a <laughs> thing of Tic Tacs, a six pack of sun-made raisins, and one solo <laughs> banana. I swear to God. I think like, she robbed a college freshman, I think. Dude, yeah, yeah, she's robbing dorm rooms. You're getting you're getting regifted. This is the I, this is the label baby all over again. You're getting this is I love the label baby, baby. I love the label baby, baby. 
Uh, definitely, you're getting. She's collecting it. I don't think she's taking it. I think people are giving her that stuff or something, and then she's bringing it to you. It's really the most bizarre thing in the world. I've got like I text my little sister after she's like texts me every time Mary comes because I love. <laughs> Is it. there a way that you could ask her? Hey, Mary, just out of curiosity, where are you getting all this stuff? Like, could you just say to her? I, I text her every because every time I go, Mary, you don't have to do this. Stop leaving me stuff. She goes, it's okay. I like doing it. You know what? Just hey, very politely go go. What do you do? You bring it from home? What do you do? You bring that stuff from home? <laughs> I don't really. Want she might tell you no from other people. I just get that I steal it from Mr. So and so. Well, the thing was, our friend Mike Fenoya comic gave me, referred her to me. And I want to call Mike up and be like, hey, you missing any Girl Scout cookies? Or <laughs> is your charging station missing by any chance? You get a pen one day, it says Mike's pen on it. Like, <laughs> 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 but dude it is she is just a, a, a odd duck man and she, like she moves things around in very weird spots you know doesn't put anything back where it belongs it, it, it's a real fun entertaining time whenever i walk back into my apartment after she's done cleaning dude when i was younger i was this is years ago i was probably 21 years old i was like living at home in long island and my mom was having i had like no job at the time like in between jobs and my mom was having work done on the house like she was having like work like her yeah, stairs yeah. done she was having all this stuff done and this guy named boris this russian guy was like <laughs> doing it and he was a weird he was such a weird guy he was the 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 husband of the lady who cl- cleaned our house like once a month or once twice a right, month. right 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 and he was a nice guy, but he's a weird, <laughs> weird guy to the point where I would wake up late, but he'd be there for a while already. And one day, w- the way my room was set up, the one that I was in, it was the room I grew up in where it's like this tiny room where if I was looking out my door, I could see like the the banister of the stairs, like the top part of the stairs. Does that make sense? Like when yeah, you come yeah, up I the stairs. You. And one day I just see he's not like at the top of the stairs. He's in only his head is above the part that I can see. <laughs> so it's just his eyes just looking at me going, Sean, Sean, he had to wake me up for some <laughs> bullshit reason. And he would just be weird all the time. He would always have smelly food, like super smelly Russian food. And really? then or- – uh, my, it's as it turns out my mom was convinced we had vodka in our freezer and it uh-huh. kept it kept the, the the vodka kept going down sure. and my mom was like oh i think it's evaporating and no he was stealing <laughs> vodka <laughs> on a, <laughs> talk, talk about talk about uh stereotypical talk about the line drive of like a <laughs> that's the so Russian, funny Russian Boris is stealing vodka out of the freaking uh, freezer. What are you looking up for? Every Dude, I, I, there's a centipede crawling up on my ceiling above me, and I'm uh, terrified. Uh, <laughs> gross. I keep looking up. He's moving, man. He's fucking. He's is it big? Like 10 miles an hour. Is it big? It's one of it's those ones that they say those actually keep like other insects out. So I don't kill these guys. You know, those like multi P. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Millipede. They're the Wisconsin multi-leg scary beasts, I think. Whatever the hell they are. Oh, God. Gross. He's on the tie. He's, he's crawling right along the crease of the ceiling and the wall. He's just making his way around the room doing laps. <laughs> and he caught my attention as you're telling the Boris Vodka story. I can't stop tracking this guy now. <laughs> I'm going to make it do you do, you do your thing, and I won't kill you, buddy. If you don't bother me, I won't bother you. How about that? We'll make a And he is now talking to the centipede. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, well, I got another thing that really, I want to get this, uh, your opinion on this one. I 
Won't mention anybody's names. I'll tell you off air who it was, but uh, okay. she is a comic who uh, is runs a show, and it's a newer show. And so I said, hey, by text, I'd love to do your show sometime, smiley face. She wrote back, you're the fourth white guy who messaged me today. <laughs> 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 you like you should wrote back do i get a prize do i get like a prize? I, wrote, I wrote sorry <laughs> question mark wrote, how dare wrote, you how wrote, dare you i wrote there are a lot of us yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then what happened? And then it was a big explanation of how I only booked two people's show because it's three of us booking. I booked it, blah, 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 blah. But still, remind me again, absolutely, if you're still down. But I love you so much, blah, blah, you know. Yeah, right. Sure you do. <laughs> oh, well, at least we're going on merit now, you know. Um, are we going on merit if she just said... That's what I mean. I didn't. That didn't come across. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love you so much, but you're the yeah. fourth white guy that... <laughs> I just thought that was such a great response. You're the fourth white guy who's texted me. <laughs> oh God! Please just say who it is. Fuck them. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> no, she'll, she'll be too upset. I'll uh, text you right now. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. Like, I don't think. I think that's an issue I have with. Uh, oh yeah, text me who it is because I. I just text you because she's a little loony and she'll take it the wrong way. No, I'm not Make actually saying it. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm actually surprised it's hard. I'm surprised. Uh, I maybe that because she, you know, um, for there are a couple different reasons that I'll tell you after. But but uh, the issue with that's now in the lexicon of booking comedy shows where I don't think people realize I don't it wasn't back in the day people were booking mostly white guys. Like, I'm not saying people don't do that. Sometimes, whatever it is, but people like the numbers were so different. You know what I'm saying? It's a numbers game. It's not a a, yes. It's a a pure ratio. I ran shows, dude, and I it's I didn't I wasn't sitting there going. First off, I'm a white guy who hangs out with mostly white guys. That just happens. I and then yeah, exactly. I'm just telling the public here. I don't think people realize now. People have an issue where it's like white guys just book white guys. It's like. That's who, right. That's who they know, probably most of them. And also the sheer numbers of it back in the day. Now it's way different. And I get of that. Course. But it's also a thing where it's like, in, in the case of what you did, it's like, well, I can, I'm worried about myself and my spots. I'm not sitting like, there. Yeah. You're not sitting there going, maybe they're filled up with white guys this month. Maybe they, fuck off. Fuck off. That's fucking nuts. Also, like, everybody's gone crazy about this. Crazy. How about you just start with that first message and just go, hey, I, I will get to you eventually. I just, you know, this is how I book it, blah, 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 blah. I don't need a race qualifier for it. Can you imagine if that was reversed? And I just went, you're the fourth black, you're the fourth Puerto Rican guy to text message me today. I'll eventually get to you. Sure. We've already yeah. got our quota of uh, Portis. Which would, which would <laughs> never happen. And I get it. Like, I get the idea. There's a lot of toxic shit in comedy. The open mic scene can be fucking brutal for women sometimes because they're sitting there and guys are literally doing a jerk off motion to their faces. I get that. And like, I get the vibe. Yeah, dudes again, we know a lot. Just the enti- entire gas right. digital, gas digital existing is very toxic for people. I get it. I totally know. I'm kidding, but like, but I, I can't. 
I get fucking, I get like the idea that like a lot of it, but when it comes to the idea where now it's the reverse of it, where now you're counting the amount of white guys that are on a show when yeah. it, back in the day, nobody was going, Oh, I can only, I'm only, I'm purposely only going to book one diverse act, one person of color or one woman on the show. I know, or maybe it's just me. I never thought no, that. I think you're never right. In a million years. I don't think this person is worried. I think it's more she doesn't want that. I think what is happening now, because she is a younger comic, is that they are scared of maybe they just booked the show. They're scared of somebody looking at it from the outside perception and going, Oh, look at how many white guys are on the show. Yeah, they are like, is that just what comedy you know what I mean? It's more the perception from outsiders, which is what fucking bloggers and bullshit woke artists have done it's like yeah. now people have to think about that rather than just booking the funniest show and and person to person most of these people if you talk to them personally well i don't care but this well i don't care but this so if we if everybody doesn't care we all agree that then why are we even giving a shit you yeah. know what i'm saying and also well white women you did a real good job from separating yourself from white culture <laughs> <laughs> i know so many white women who love to really call out white men where i go you're not that different <laughs> Remember the whole Karen thing? That's you. Yeah, right. That's exactly. You yeah. Which I also hate the you fucking people. Karen thing. The, you people. Yeah, you it, people. it's obviously hacked, but I would never refer to it that. that no, I know. No, I'm just a saying. Thing for a reason. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing for a reason. So that's funny. Anyway, I wanted you two cents on that. And one. I do I, know I the person. A person that did that. Person that did that is great. She's great, but she's a good person. Yeah. But she has to relax. Let's relax. Can you see, can you see Centipede? He's behind my head now, above no. me. He's, it's too yes, small. Yes, I can't. No, no, no. Right, I can't see it. I can't see it. He's I thought right I, there. No, I can't see him. See a speck. Yes, I can see you it. You're moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's, he's just doing hot laps around my room. I would like to go over uh, some of your endings here. Let's go for some of your right. we, we last week. We had some homework. Week. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know where if you want to start at the, uh, the our favorite endings or endings that you would like to see changed. Let's um, do endings we'd like to see changed. What do you have for, for that one? Very controversial one. Yeah, I, it's it. This is mighty. It goes against my whole fiber of my being. And I just I'll tell you why. Uh, I don't even know if I. Since I wrote this down, I've kind of had a change of heart where I'll just give you the reason. It's Jaws, <laughs> which I know is sacrilege. Wait, what? I know. It's my favorite movie of all time. And I I wouldn't necessarily change the ending ending, but I kind of would change something in the movie that would affect the outcome of the ending. Does that make sense? So, well, what would theoretically, you that would change the ending. I love how it ends. Don't get me wrong. I love the smile, you son of a bitch. And I love the Quint death scene and them defeating the shark by shooting the tank and blowing up. But in the book, uh, Hooper has an affair with Mrs. Brody. I don't know if you knew that or not. I, I didn't know that. No. And Hooper dies in the book. And I kind of always thought that would be a, a cool thing that they have explored that in the movie where... If Chief Brody finds out about Hooper and the affair with Mrs. Brody, Helen, uh, would they have been such 
partners on the boat. No, and, not at all. You know, so I've. It's not so much me changing an ending. It's more of a. I would have kind of liked to see that. Also, but again, it's a perfect movie. I'm now already regretting saying anything. Let's be honest. You also, you're not going to have Richard Dreyfus having a, a, an affair with Lorraine Gray. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> right. like, I'm having an affair with your wife. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking your wife, Brody. <laughs> like that's uh, that's like a bad Travis impression. Like, I'm I'm poor, I'm bonking your. Wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, yeah, part that, of the take is Lorraine Gary, not Gray. I because I said that oh, wrong for you. Who is it, Lorraine? Who? Gary instead of Gray. I read it. I read it Gray for years, and then one day somebody was like, "It's Lorraine Gary, not Gray." And I was like, "Oh, oh is it? I thought it was Lorraine Gray." No, I did too forever. Um. Yeah. She's like, apparently, uh, the somebody very high up's wife, which is why she got the Helen Brody part. Not that she's bad. Um, what about, so, and also what you just described is like 90% of Hollywood anyway, but what, what are you, um, what, what, how did he die? How did Hooper die in the book? I believe by the shark. Somebody back me up on that. Cause I'm not exactly hundred percent sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I think you're right. I think it would have been. It would have. I wouldn't have liked it as much as if he had an affair with her, or if they put that part in the in the movie. Yeah, you needed them all to be friends on that boat. Uh, yeah, yeah. They even end up relating to Quint on the boat. You know. Right, right, right. Do you remember? Uh, you, you and I both connected over this because when Hooper gets to the Brody's house for dinner, he does that very road comic thing where there's just food sitting around and he goes, anybody going to eat this? Which is a very, I'm on the road all the time. I'll just take whatever meal I can have. Yeah. Home, 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 home. <laughs> oh, look at this. Killed Mike. Mushy killed Mike by, killed in the, shark the shark cage. So when he goes, oh, so when he narrowly escapes that in the movie, in yeah. the book, he doesn't get out of it. Okay, Correct. that makes sense. Correct. But yeah, but, but come on. If you if you have him get killed in the, Spielberg knew what he was doing or whoever wrote the script because, which which was, who was that? That, that was, um, it was Peter Benchley. Peter Benchley and, yeah. Uh, but they kind of figured out because Gallagher. them two kicking their way back to shore. And that's a great last shot. Yeah. yeah. Great last shot. Is it Tuesday? I think it's Wednesday. Yeah. No, it's a pretty perfect movie. But I just, it was a random thought. And I, again. No, I hear you. <laughs> no, I, you, what, you would rather have like more of the book in the movie or whatever it is. Again, I don't even know if I should have started with that one. I don't <laughs> Are you want to cleanse the palate? You want to do another one? Um, why don't you take a turn? Okay, I will. Do, well, I don't know if this one. I thought of this, and I think people get might get mad at me for bringing it up because it's not. It's an ending, but it's not technically an ending. Oh, Buster Scruggs. Okay, which is which all little, little vignettes. Well, it's all the as a whole. I wish they the last one they put in that wasn't the one about, about them going to the mansion or whatever it is like yeah, on the way to thing. that that just i just think as a quality of like how good the movie was that one is the the one i liked the least and it drew, drew out the most and i wish i wish they would have like they could have put that one in the middle or after the one about the dog with the dog and then put put maybe the james franco one at the end to make it like oh that's a perfect button on the end because it's really short and like i feel like i would have liked the order to be a little bit different on buster scrux i agree 100 percent <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. All right, great. And then I uh yes, yeah, so that's that's mine. But yeah, okay, great. I thought you might not have agree with me. I thought you would be like, all right, I thought you'd be like, that doesn't count. It's not a fucking it's not an ending of a movie, but it kind of is because they, no, yeah, sure. they all fit together, you know, whatever it is. Um, do you have another one? Um 
this one's kind of you're gonna hate me for this one or i don't know what you think i uh actually i i when i did this list i i did it like three days ago and then i came back to it and now i'm like what was i thinking <laughs> forrest gump <laughs> so you 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 don't want her to what, what what do you don't want about forrest gump that at the ending i think he should have had hates <laughs> <laughs> that would have made it that's another two hour movie you know what you know what would have been great if Forrest Gump's ending was just the beginning of Philadelphia that would make I was going to say the sixth sense fuck that kid how fucking crazy would that be the sixth sense kid who plays little Forrest starts seeing dead people and it blows Forrest's mind because that retard can't fucking figure shit out Jesus Christ <laughs> um yeah so no i think that you're i think that um you're wrong on that one i'd have to say i'd say that they did a pretty good jenny a pretty was good job. really a piece of shit though yeah but it's supposed to be that like even what she did at the end fit into her personality perfectly yeah. throughout the entire movie she was just like yeah i'll just look to you to help me out you know like that kind of thing. <laughs> right, right right um but but then you're you know you're the weird thing also is, you know what's weird about Forrest Gump? It's weird. Not that I'm saying it's weird. He has that relationship. And yeah, there's a story. But the fact that Forrest Gump is trying, it's just supposed to be kind of a narrative piece to show you that Ada generation. Yeah. Is weird that at the end, it's just about the story. Like there's not, there's not any grand theme. I guess her having AIDS is like, yeah, that makes sense. I guess like that story at the end is what, would bring you into the eighties the AIDS epidemic and like his personal version of that. So I guess that makes the most sense. Yeah, no, I, I so, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're saying you should have, should have AIDS. I will, I'll bring up one that I thought of that should have, that I think should have had a different ending that we just mentioned recently. Cause I mentioned how, what did I say? 25th hour. And what was it again? I had the same ending. Remember I said with the recap thing. Uh, yeah. What was it? Um, fuck. I forgot what it was, but 25th hour, I honestly believe, I think they should have had him, uh, that he should have gotten killed at the end of that movie. I agree. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I think that, I think that they, it would have been more impactful. I think doing the dream sequence thing gets literally tired in some of these movies and stuff like that. And I, I guess it wasn't as bad because they had him wake up and you really do, you kind of think it's what's happening, but then it's not like whatever it is. But I think for how, harsh everything was and how badass it was supposed to be in that movie and how real and gritty it was. It could have been a thing where he immediately gets to, uh, he gets to, gets to jail and gets killed or gets yeah. killed before he can even get to jail or there's some kind of mix up and he gets killed or just like American history X, which is another, another Edward Norton thing where you don't, you don't see that coming, but that works that kid getting killed. Mm -hmm. Like that brings you right back down to earth on that. Totally. Part. Totally. Yeah. All right, I'll lay one on you here. One of your favorite directors, uh, David Fincher. I always wanted to see the outcome of Seven if Brad Pitt didn't shoot Kevin Spacey. If he was able to not give Kevin Spacey what he wanted. If he was able to let... Do you know, I know it's a great ending. It's a, it's a, it's a phenomenal ending. But... Uh, and... I probably would have done the same thing. This guy killed my fucking decapitated my pregnant wife and put her head in the box. But I just um, wonder just to let the good because it's it's a, the bad guy wins kind of in the it actually totally wins. Even though he dies, 
everything that he wanted to happen happens. You know what yes. I mean? So that's that's why it kind of has the upper hand. <laughs> that's why it happens. That's why it kind of works, though, because I know that's why that it works. Bit, that bittersweet thing of like you're like, yeah, you're satisfied because Spacey's dead, but then you're also wondering, you're like, oh fuck, should he have done that? Like he shouldn't have. Yeah, he yeah. What he wanted, he gave him exactly what he wanted. Um, I could see that happening if he didn't do it, but I don't think. I think the whole idea of that character was like, ugh, that's such a brutal ending too. It's so I know, brutal. It's terrible. The whole idea of that is that he, that character, that's exactly what, what he, he would have done. There's no way that like that guy, he didn't have yeah. the, the measuredness and the, and the, and the, the wherewithal not to kill that guy. No, like, he's a naive kind of green seeing, or yeah. yeah like, he's seeing red at that point. Like, there's no, absolutely. so I think, I think it the reason why it would have been cool to me, well, what you're saying, cause it would have been cool to see that, but you also him not doing it. And then Spacey, there would be kind of like an, unresolved feel to it but besides that the reason why it'd be interesting is because it would go against character it's almost like that could be the thing that he learned if they weren't yeah. going to go that route to make it that dark the thing that he learned from morgan freeman like it would have shown that he matured because he's yeah. just like this like hothead and it's not about that mostly in the movie you know it's, the movie's about them chasing the killer but i mean the idea that he's maturing as a cop and he's getting the big picture by by shelving his emotions at that last thing is a huge moment. You're right. So that could have been a cool, a cool thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, sir. What do you got? Uh, let me see. What else do I have here? Ba, 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 ba. Oh, you know, which one always, um, it, it not to be, I guess it's a good, it's a good ending, but I would love to see if I wanted to, if you wanted to go the heartbreaking route, cause it's I such a, it's such an important movie to me. Um, so a movie that could stand to have the ending change would be Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> like if, <laughs> if, if they ended up, if they did end up not together at the end of it, but yeah. I guess that would defeat the purpose of the point of the the, the, the sure. relationship. But I can see that. No matter what, but yeah, the idea that oh, there is not everything's going to be a happy ending. You know what I mean? Gonna be a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I thought that would be interesting. But the more I'm talking about it, I kind of feel like how you did with just Jaws now. I'm like, oh, no. The whole idea was even after this procedure, we're still going to be – no matter what. It's almost like yeah, fate, fate yeah. bringing the people back together every exactly. time. I thought the first time I saw it, it was going to be an unhappy ending. Do you know what I so mean? So did I. So did I. I thought this is going to be one of those heartbreakers where we're, we're all going to walk out of here and go – Fuck, they didn't get together? You know what I mean? Yes, right. And you're exactly. just going to have to live with that. And I don't mind movies that do that. I, I can handle a heartbreak and a, and a dramatic feature. But, you know, it is nice payoff when things do work out. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I have some more. Uh, I have just some of my favorite endings ever. And it might be fun to. In the Jaws category, if these were ended any differently. Um, so I wrote down, I mentioned Raising Arizona and American Beauty last week as some of my favorite endings. I know you love this one too, is just the ending of uh, There Will Be Blood, you know? Just, oh, I'm finished. I, I just wrote it down and I wanted to, <laughs> and, I, and I had something to say about that. Yeah, what were you going to say about There Will Be Blood, the ending? That's one of your favorites. Oh, one of my all time favorites. I just love how fed up he gets with uh, Paul Dano's character and yep. just says, I'm just going to, it's easier for me to just fucking kill you and be done with you yep. than put up with any more of your bullshit anymore and then just go, I, I'm finished. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's, it's so a beautiful, beautiful film. First off, that ending comes out of fucking nowhere. Like, that's really what's so great about it. The first time I saw it, I was 
Again, I, I was I like, what the fuck is this? Blown away. But the weird thing is, is, is it just me? Or do you get weirdly satisfied? You get weirdly satisfied by that ending. Like, 100%. I'm so on board with him just brutally murdering that dude. The because- first time I saw it in the theater, I didn't love the ending because it was so abrupt. And I went, all right, kind of on multiple, multiple rewatchings. I go, I fucking yeah. love it. It's perfect. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. And I, I would love, I, I should have done, I should have prepared more of these. How many movies are out there that end on a, on the line on, I think a lot of do, but ones that stick out in your brain, the one line movie endings that, that just perfectly put the bow on the end of the movie. I'm finished. That's one of the best yeah. things in movie yeah. history is I'm finished because what he's saying yeah. is I'm fucking done. And then he's and, and him saying personally, like he's like, I might as well be dead. And he's also saying I'm finished with this, <laughs> this guy. I just yeah, murdered. Yeah. We're finished. Our conversation is, is over. So great. Um, so it's, I, cause there's also one that I used to watch and I'm not even a huge fan of this movie. I think this is one of those movies that I used to pretend to like more than I do because I know film buffs love it. And I, my dad loved it. And I, I don't think I'm a generation that like our generation shouldn't even love this movie. Dr. Strange love or how I stopped, how I learned to stop worrying about the bomb and whatever do something. How I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb, love the bomb, whatever it is. And it, it, it's a fun movie, but the whole point of that movie is that it's a, it's a, um, it's a spoof on fail safe, which is a movie back in like the fifties, the sixties. Um, but that's another one line ending movie because the, the weird not the, the the whole gag about Peter Sellers in the movie is that he's he's a Nazi but he's trying to hide it right, the whole right, time, right. and uh, so that at the end the bomb goes off the bomb the the, the, the bombs dropped and then he, he stands up in his wheelchair and he goes mon frere I can walk and then they just go to well meet again and then they just, they just show the mushroom <laughs> cloud and I think it's such a cool. It's cool looking to me, but I I also don't fully get it. I think I'd have to read some stuff on it. But I'm like, but I think it was yeah. one of those things. But it's a really cool one line. It just he says that Great out movie. of nowhere, and then it's it's a fun movie. There's a bunch of things I laugh at in the movie, but I sure. think the point it's of it is dark comedy, super dark comedy. But I think it's lost on me. You know what I'm saying? I still love watching super young Slim Pickens ride the bomb and yeah, thinking yeah. about him in Blazing Saddles. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'd say you boys have had enough. Kills me every time. <laughs> More beans, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm wondering also, maybe you guys can tweet at us, not to keep harping on endings, but if, if somebody's listening, we have, we have, we have some, yeah, some yeah, DIY nation yeah. that writes back to us. And um, let us know your favorite. What about what, give, or just some examples of some perfect one, one line? And I'll give you just, another one. Yeah, go for it. So uh, up there in my top three, probably of all time, Cool Hand Luke. I love it, but I kind of hate how he gets killed at the end rather than I would have loved to see a more mysterious ending like because he is so George Kennedy's character dragline by this time is so attached to anything that Luke does. You know, he basically worships him, which is obviously a central theme throughout the whole movie is that you know luke rises to become this almost like christ-like figure you know with the 50 eggs he's even in the position of the cross but um i and i know it's kind of a whole tie-in like that but by killing him slash crucifying him whatever you know he becomes even more of a vaunted uh you know figure where you even see them in the final shots drag line then like making up stories you know that are even crazier than the, the actual facts of what happened right but i just i always thought that maybe 
Luke, we don't know what happens to him. Like when they catch up to them in the church, I just thought it might've been interesting. If instead of the finality of him being killed, we don't know what happens. Like we run off, like he runs off or he escapes or somehow. And George Kennedy dragline is just still left to be caught. And it, it, it furthers the tale and the myth and the legend of Luke. So we like, we don't know if he's dead or we don't know what happened. We don't know if he's escaped. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but absolutely. that's just me. That's obviously a, I think that could work. I'll agree with that one. Yeah. I, I love I, um, it. Again, I think it's one of the more perfect movies ever made. Another, another thing I was going to bring up of one that I love um, is, and you know, we mention it all the time and, uh, and I really, I think it's, oh, I'll tell you one that we've mentioned. I'll tell you this one before I mention the, the big one that I want to talk about. A great one that's so succinct and so perfect that you don't expect because even because of the type of level of movie that it is. And, you, you know, we just talked about, I just rewatched it. I'm, I'm, um, I'm hanging out with a, um, a young lady and, and we watched a bunch, a bunch of movies over the past couple of days. And mm-hmm. um, we were rewatching because she loves like, like scary movies uh run we watched run again remember run oh cool that joe list recommended yep. both of us we watched yep i'll tell you you want to talk about great endings that's a great fucking great ending, ending. Love and I it. Seen it. turn it off right now because i'm for a second i'm going to talk about the ending but <laughs> um but the fact that you know the, the whole goal of of the mom the whole movie was to incapacitate the daughter so she could hold on to her as a baby life yeah, and yeah. if you guys don't know but in run the mom ends up becoming catatonic and then uh, the, the, and she's in the jail infirmary and the daughter goes every so often visit her and then feeds her these pills that yeah, just keeps, keeps, her, the, keeps her the way that she wanted to keep the daughter. It's yeah, so great. It's great. Great payoff. payoff at the end of that movie. Cause it's already that movie is like, it's shot really well. It's everything about it is really good for, it knows exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, I really enjoyed it. We've talked about that a lot on the podcast. If a, a movie that knows what it is, knows what its goal is, not trying for these lofty freaking messages, not trying for anything, just trying to be like almost like almost Hitchcockian, like modern day mm-hmm. Hitchcockian. And then to have that last punch at the end is fantastic. It's such a great idea. All right. So speaking of last punches, I wrote down two of my favorite last punch scares of all time. Can you guess what they are? Um, Think of like final shots. Well, for one, not necessarily. Uh, is Psycho one of them? Psycho's not one of them, but that's a super creepy, great ending. It's, well, yeah, when they reveal the body. to fly. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, no, even when they reveal the the dead body uh, towards the ending. Yeah, you don't like the uh, you don't like the the spooky ones. So the the scariest moment of my childhood might have been in Friday the Thirteenth Part One when young Jason pops out of the water. Oh yeah, I think you I mentioned mean, that one. I shit my pants. <laughs> the first. <time. laughs> well, it's also like that's the perfect. Were you in it's the movie the theater? Uh no, no, no. It it's came out in eighty. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. been eight months old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's like the thing where it's supposed. That's where you saw it. Oh. It was. That's like the perfect moment where you're like the, the right age, just get freaked the fuck out by something like that. So there's my second one is the ending of Carrie. When the hand comes out of the grave, forget about oh, it. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's real crazy. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I never rewatch really those movies because you know me and those and those scary movies. I'll say another one just to dip back to the ones I would change. I gotta be oh, honest, right like um, uh, I, I never enjoyed the ending of Boogie Nights. I had Boogie Nights had crossed my mind to add to this list, but I, I do. It's a redemption story. It, so. 
not, but but the way they did it, the way they did it was I know they had to go into the eighties because they had to show the video age and then everything becoming sad. And I'm glad it was a, I'm glad it was a happy ending, I guess. But if is anything, it though? If anything, is it, is oh, it a happy ending? It's 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 an ending. It's not necessarily oh, happy. I thought, I thought the, the the vibe of the ending is like we're just a family now, and this is like a sitcom a sitcom situation where we're just like we're happy and contented in our our porno world. I didn't think of it as yeah, I guess oh, so. But going so it's sad. I didn't think of that at all. But in the in the, I mean, it's still not a great life. You know what I mean? It's yeah, but that's not what he's trying to say with that. I know, ending. but. It, or, it, I, or I took that as I'm sorry. I mean, you don't walk away, uh, you know, with a big smile on your face after you watch the film. You go, well, I'm glad everything worked out. You know what I mean? I, it, it's nice to see Eddie come back and make amends with Jack and get help. But like, you know, he's still in that very probably at that time, still like a, a really sick, bad world. You know, it was still the 80s, early 80s, and we still don't know what. But the world that he's creating earlier in the movie when they're all but that's the only family he ever knew, right? I yeah, so sure. he's back in the he's back in the womb. He's back in the, under the bosom of that of that the safeness of that family. I thought that was the vibe, especially with like Yeah, music. you're right. And he's happy and, and it, it, it's not like when they showed him strong out when he's at the Alfred Molina's house, which is one of the greatest freaking scenes in movie history. Was, <laughs> oh, he's like, okay, you guppies. Like when it was the shotgun scene um, is so great, but that's supposed to be, you're at your butt. That's rock bottom. The ending's yeah. not rock bottom. The ending and the ending, no. is, it's not even like bottom down because it, you would have known it in the, the, how they were trying to convey it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like he's starting to make a quote unquote, come back to a normal ish life for at least what he knows for what he but knows and and the thing that he was the it's most still not a great life you know what i mean but that's but that's you saying that because we know porn nobody wants to be in porn you shouldn't be in porn what right right but, like, right. but, but, but if you're if you're in if you're him looking through with his eyes you're back home with you're back oh my god I'm, I'm just happy to be with my family and doing the thing that that the, the most successful thing i've done in my life yeah yeah. And, and and making some money and you know whatever it is. So I think it's supposed to be. The, I think it is like full circle redemption kind of thing, which I never really agree with that much. Because think of it this way: they could have made it. Think about it, how much more hard they. You would have known just by the the shots or the look of it that he wasn't happy that he was back. Like you're, you're looking at it through the eyes of the character. He's totally okay with it. Like he's not. I know. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. the outsider, it's like, yeah, but you're still in porn. That, I don't think that was the point they were trying to make at all. They, like, no, I know. I'm just, I'm yeah. speaking on a bigger scale. It's like, I, it's not meant to be like a, a, a big smiley, happy ending. It's like, that's a good ending for Eddie's character, but it's still not a great spot to be in. If no, you know what I mean? It's good for Eddie. But it is, yeah. it does have a status quo, I'm comfortable feel to the end yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There's, no, there's no term, like, I don't see any turmoil in that last scene when he's talking oh. to himself in the mirror. I don't Let see him ask. not okay with anything. I know we got to wrap up soon, but did you like Magnolia's ending? Same director, uh, same filmmaker. And you, uh, you understand, you see, well, it's basically the, it's the frogs. And yeah. You learn that they're all connected in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah I, I like that probably better than Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, I think they could have matched the really? movie. Better. I think they could have made it match the movie better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it, that is more of a also kind of a non-resolution, but it's also a resolution. You know, like he, Paul Thomas Anderson does kind of love to do that, where you're yes. not getting necessarily closure, 
but you're getting you feel like you did you know yeah it's like oh yeah i realize all these people are connected in some weird way and yeah yeah I don't know. Uh, I'm no, sure there's some sense. sort of deeper meaning with all the biblical stuff and the frogs, but I'm sure there was, but the, um, and the coincidences thing. And I thought it, because of the, all, all the, the, all, because of the movie, all the, uh, the stories tied in together, I was okay with that ending. I thought that yeah, was kind yeah. of a cool yeah. resolution to that, that movie, even though maybe the very last shot's not, I think it's just her singing. It's what's her name singing the Amy Mann song. It's Amy the last, Mann, the very yeah. last shot, which is a cool effect, which is a really cool totally. effect. Um, Did and, do yeah, I have to what? Do I have to watch Phantom Thread again? Because the first time I watched it, I didn't I, like Phantom Thread the first time I watched I, it. I didn't like it either, but it's again one of those filmmakers where like sometimes I'll watch it once and then I'll see it a second or a third time. Like we talked about this with Inside Lewin Davis last week. Which I still have to rewatch, yeah. Yes. But I'm like, I remember being kind of fucking bored the whole time. I kind of was too. I, I there's part there was th- elements of it that I liked, but I'll I'll tell you before we wrap up, but we should do one more that we love. You want to do one more each that we love? Okay. Mine um, is big. We talk about it all the time. It's 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 big. It's a, what? No, not big. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is a great ending. Everybody's happy at the end of big. It is a great ending, actually. Uh, no, what's her name? Is that Elizabeth Perkins? Isn't she kind of? Yeah, but out. she learns about herself. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, she the, gets oh, out of a toxic relationship. And I don't know if I mentioned this on the show before. The original ending is that she was going to go back with him. Oh, I think you did. That is and a good I, one. That, yeah, so that kind of works. Out. That's what how they were going to go about that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so uh, the my big one, which I love, and it is final shot. It's final shot, like it's final. Is um, uh, Michael Clayton? I think it. It. I think it's a great one. It's great. It's great. And we talk about it a lot on the show. We love it. It's like <laughs> it's our go-to Extended, on the Yeah. But for me, the reason why I love it in regards to the movie is because. That movie is building, building pressure. Pre- like it's like like Tilda Swinton is. You can you watch her physically get ill of how much anxiety she has of what's going on. Yeah, All yeah. He's almost getting killed. It's it, you're climbing this. Bah, 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 this pressure, pressure, pressure. And at the end, the perfect thing to do was to have him in the taxi. It's it's one giant exhale at the end of that movie. That's why I love it. And it's yeah. such a cool. And one of the things I, I'll listen the score during. It's called twenty five dollars worth of Ooh. score during that little that ending i've listened to like on spotify myself to like calm down like that's that's how much i love that (laughs) is that i've like almost pictured myself as Clooney in that freaking taxi uh you know like chilling out again and 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 completely and also i think it's probably one of the hardest things to do in acting is to do what he did during that scene to act like it's really an extended thing is so fucking hard it's got to be so hard um, I, I love it. I agree with you. Great one. I am mad at myself. I didn't think of it. Uh, I, I know it seems like a cop out, but I'll always go back to I love kind of the last four minutes of Fargo where it's that realization of my life is pretty good and yours is totally fucked up. And even though my life is not something an outsider would seem as anything special, I like it and I'm happy with it. It's just, you know, um, uh, driving in the car, right? Fucking name, yeah. Um, Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. She's just going, you know, you killed all these people, and for what? For a little bit of money. And she yeah. just looks at her and she goes, and it's it's a beautiful day. <laughs> it's just like gray yeah. shit day in 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 Minnesota. That's and she a- just goes for a little bit of money, and it's a beautiful day. And then it actually ends in her and Norma and Ben. She goes, you know what, Norm? We're doing pretty good, and they're about yeah. to have a baby, and it's it's just a beautiful. 
nice ending where like that's all that they need and care about you know and the, yeah i think you're right it is an amazing ending and mostly because it's like it's so funny because the vibe of that car ride with what's it, with peter uh whatever storm air or whatever his name is and, Tol- and, yeah 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 and the vibe of her it's doing that Pete. it's yes right exactly <laughs> you mean the holes that's what he said um <laughs> the vibe of her doing that is like if you did something wrong and your mom was chastising you for doing yeah. it. And he had just put three people or two people in a wood chipper. And she was like, because it had so many elements that had the Midwestern thing to it, but it also had the thing of like- Storm Air, maybe that's his name. Storm Air, yeah. And then it's also like she was just making sense out of the whole thing because you're watching it, like you're in it, like, yeah. He does look like he's kind of like getting scolded too. He's got yes. a great, perfect face for it. Yes, he does. Yeah. Um, but I love it. It's a it's a really great ending. Really great. I pick. love it. You love it. We all love it. That's um, what people say about this podcast, baby. People do, and that and absolutely. And I didn't even mention it during the show, but we you can talk to us about all of our choices. We could probably do like three or four episodes on fucking endings. To be honest, oh, I, I love a fucking ending, man. Um, I really do. We'd like we'd still like to hear from you. What is your favorite ending, or one that you would change? Movie ending, movies only, please. You can hit us up. We are at the DYM podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and also just hit us up with any questions. What you want us to? What do you want us to talk about on the show? Uh, your your opinions about movies. Somebody just wrote to us regarding uh, one of the things we talked about last week. So so please let us know at the DYM podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Also, guys, this is so important. We we want to get more eye, ears, ears, I should say, on the podcast. Please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review, review, review the podcast. Share it on your social media if you can. All it's going to do, there it is. It's at the DYM podcast. That's that's our friend Mike popping that up there for you. It's only going to help the show. We're, we're, we have a blast talking to each other about movies. We have a blast talking to you guys. We have a blast interacting with you guys online. Hit us up. Message us. Please. Tweet at us, whatever you want to do. But just we want to get the word out there about the podcast. Let everybody know that you love the DYM podcast. Absolutely. And if you don't, if you aren't sick of us by that point, tune into our <laughs> Serious XM radio shows. We each have our own show. Shawnee has a great show called Celebrate. It's on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. on Sirius XM, Raw Dog 99. And I have my show called The Raw Report on Thursdays at 4 p.m. on SiriusXM Raw Dog 99. So uh, tune in, subscribe, listen on the app and all that fun stuff. And uh, yeah, you can follow me at Andy Fiore in my personal socials, A-N-D-Y-F-I-O-R-I. Not much on the calendar right now, Shawnee, but uh, yeah. where can they find you? They can find me uh, at Shawnee Time, S-E-A-N-Y-T-I-M-E, and it's about the same. I, I just had a show in Connecticut. Uh, while you're hearing this, it'll already be done. But besides that, not much going on, folks. Not much yeah. at all. So, so yeah, give us, give us Watch the heads movies. up. Watch movies. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to talk <laughs> about it some more. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks so much to Mike for doing this. With Thanks, us. Mushy Mike. Fucking awesome. Uh, Mike, once again, I, I keep forgetting. Are you Mike V. Suarez on, on Instagram? Ooh, that sounds right. Oh, uh, yes. At Mike V. Suarez on Instagram. At Mike V. Suarez. F- give Mike a follow. Hit him up. Mike him. Voldemort Sanchez. Oh, the name. Who cannot be- Sanchez. I gave him the wrong. Jesus, how racist is this? What is your middle name, Suarez? Uh, Vincent. Oh, Vincent. Uh, Vincent. Even better. Mr. Uh, Vincent Suarez. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We will talk to you next week and have a great week. Bye bye. Bye, everybody.